one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, what's up, dude? Tony Oscar here. Um, the owner and operator of Oscar Academy Award, you know, in California, where Hollywood is, and all the liberals. Oh, just wondering, dude, if you could, like, have, like, a Oscar-themed episode where you talk about, like, the Academy Awards or something. <laughs> Please, I don't care if your show is nobody listens to it. Please do an Oscar episode. We need viewers. We need viewers this year. We're having problems. Uh, uh, we had to nominate Bohemian Rhapsody for Christ's sake. So, anyway, I'm a real rich millionaire. Soon to be billionaire. TV guy. Uh, please do an Oscar episode. Anyway, we will pay you like 20 bucks. Probably the most you'll ever make off this show. Anyway, uh, like, uh, yo, tune in, Oscar. Tune into the Oscars. I don't know when it is. When, when is it? Okay, like, yeah, man. Oscar. <laughs> Am I on? That's right, folks. I am on. I'm always on. When am I not on? I mean, I have to constantly be on. I have to react to every single thing that happens ever or else. I mean, who, you know, if I'm not reacting constantly, there's no one to give me attention. It's very essential that, uh, you know, everything I see, everything I do, I'm always on. I'm on. Okay? It's like uh, that one IFC uh, channel, you know? Uh, I'm always on. You know, just like uh, my lights in my house or my AC or, or video games, every electronic I own, I leave on all day. You have to leave it on, you know, um, or else how are they going to get better, right? You got to leave every light on. They want to get more powerful. That's that's how electron uh, electronics work, folks. They're like people, folks. If I'm not on all the time, how am I going to? Gain podcast points and then level up, folks. Uh, uh, right now, I'm I'm simply a freaking beginner at all this. I, I'm just a, a little dweeby, a little dweebo, a little freak. Nobody cares. But if I, you know, if I if this show was uh, one week long instead of just a measly. Uh, 30 minute long show. I, you know how many PowerPoints I'd gain? You know, you know how much energy I would have? Uh, it's over for you hoes. <laughs> okay, I'm done with that. Hey, welcome to the show. It's the Chris Show with Mealy. We do this every Sunday at 11. Uh, and it's very important. It's a very important show. Uh, and I, you know, frankly, I named it after myself. So... That means it's good. Uh, why would I put my name in the title if it weren't good? It's not. <clears throat> okay. I think we have to get to our first segment of the show. It's uh, the sip of the day. Now, every episode, I make sure that I, I have a drink nearby. Um, and since this show is it's early, 
of course, I have my coffee, right? You know, I, I gotta have my coffee, okay? I'm gonna have it right here, right in front of me, in a mug. And if it's not, it's not brown, it's not going down, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if it were, if this were water, I wouldn't drink it. It has to be coffee. That's what I was saying. Okay, sip of the day. Let's see. Um, let's take that sip. Let's take the leap. Let's do it. Let's, uh, let's, let's get it. Okay. Oh, disgusting. Absolutely gross. Very cold. Uh, it's been sitting here for a little bit. <laughs> I uh, made it about an hour ago, so vocal fry. Okay, let's see. What's today's episode? Oh, it's the Oscar episode. It's an episode all about the man himself, Mr. Oscar. Uh, he's he's coming to us. He's he's all gold and shiny and completely naked. Uh, when is that guy going to get me tooed? Am I right, folks? Come on. Yeah, that's right. Relevant humor. Very funny. Would love to sit here um, and be a white guy talking about, you know, all, Me Too and, you know, uh, the racism in the industry and uh, Green Book specifically and how it solved all that. Um, but, you know, we can't. I mean, I wish I could sit here all day and just talk about issues, but no, folks. There's other important things like pee-pee-poo-poo and Ding Dong, and Peebus, and Stinky Wing Wang, that I gotta talk about. And I think we're gonna do that in a little segment I like to call Movie Time. So, let's do that. It's Movie Time. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a... Hey, um. It's Movie, it's movie, movie time. Time. Time, 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 time. Wow, just like that guy said, it is Movie Time. What am I going to talk about this time? Well, you could probably guess, based off what you're seeing on your screen right now, um, Oscar. I'm going to give my Oscar predictions, uh, but mainly the only ones anyone cares about. Uh, basically, what I'm talking about is just going to be uh, Best Picture and uh, Best Actor, Best Actress. So let me type in Oscar. Oscar nominees right now, but I can probably, I can probably tell you what'll win Best Picture. I can probably tell you right now. I think the big three for consideration are The Favorite, Roma, and uh, Green Book. I think A Star Is Born also has a chance, but let's put that off to the side. Roma, that's I th I haven't okay. I'll admit, I haven't watched Roma yet, but I'm just getting that vibe from it, you know? The winning vibe. Um, I think The Favorite has a lot of hype around it. I That's my choice for uh, Best Picture, just because I think Yorgos needs it. I think they gotta give it to Yorgos. And Green Book, because um, I guess it's just very popular. I, I guess that's a big choice. It won at the Golden Globes. Um... But really, what we really want to win here at the Chris Show is Vice. Come on. <laughs> we got to give it to Vice, folks. Come on. Give it to Vice. Come on. That's a hot take, by the way. And we're going to hear a lot of hot takes later on in the show because we've got a few good segments coming up. Not only, you know, not they're not just going to be me talking. Wow. 
you're probably thinking to yourself, thank the Lord. And if you're talking about the Lord, of course, you're probably thinking about Adam Sandler. Before I get to my best actor and best actors, I am seeing Adam Sandler tonight live in concert. I know, it's very exciting. I'm going to see the big man himself, the Sandman, talking about uh, comedy, uh, life in New York, uh, what it means to be funny. Yeah, he's giving a TED Talk. And maybe he'll even bring up the Me Too movement and racism and Green Book. And we'll finally have uh, answers. Now, he's just going to do dumb comedy. And I, I'm very excited for that. Okay, actor in a leading role. I'm going to say Christian Bale is going to win this one. People think Rami Malek, but uh, Rami Malek, he, he, all he, what did he do? He uh, got some big teeth. Christian Bale uh, freaking ate a bunch of donuts. Come on, folks. Ate so many donuts that he became Dick Cheney size. And uh, really, that's why he gets the Oscar. And, and also, Viggo Mortensen could win, too. That's a... Uh, a possibility. Uh, actress in a leading role. Um, you know what? Glenn Close. Why not? Or Olivia Coleman. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to say Olivia Coleman. <laughs> sure. She was great. The Favorite is a great film. Uh, here at the Chris Show with me, we appreciate uh, film. Uh, not movies. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know. If you're going to talk about movies and film and you mention this show, uh, keep, you know, if you talk about movies, keep my name out your mouth. Okay? Please. Don't, don't, don't put us in the same sentence. This is a film show. Okay? And now we got to get to, uh, what else do I have to talk about? Oh. I have another, this is movie time, you know. Probably the only, uh, segment I'm going to do in the, uh, opening monologue of the show. Um, we need more. Saturday Night Live movies. It's. I think this is a, a basic truth. We need more of those uh, for you know a few reasons. One, uh, they can be very good, and two, they can be weird and not good, and that's what makes them interesting. You know, for every uh, MacGruber and Wayne's World, you have like two or three coneheads. I I hate. I'm not dissing Coneheads here. Uh, it's weird, though. I, I haven't really watched that movie all the way, but it's a it's a weird one. So we need more of those, to be honest. Uh, sorry if I sound low energy. I guess the coffee... The coffee, you know, I'm a little disappointed by the sip of the day, to be honest. Cold, gross. I burped, I think. You know, that's just... A sign that this show will be great. That's right, folks. We got to get to our first segment of the show. Uh, we got last episode, we had a, a friend, Rank Martins. He gave us a report um, called CSM Report. He talked about some very important issues, I think. I didn't really listen to the segment, but I just played it willy-nilly. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's, I'm, it's probably good. I think Rank Martins was on NPR or something, uh, so it's probably a good segment. And then after that, we got a got a little commercial break, and then we have a segment. I'm gonna just introduce it now. Uh, 
Okay, my alarm went off, which means the monologue should be done. But it's not. I'm still talking. We have another segment called the People's Choice Segment. Basically, I got a bunch of film heads to record their Oscar predictions. Um, and that'll be fun. It'll be fun to listen to. Uh, you know, you don't get to hear me. Sad, but true. All right. Let's get to uh, the very first segment of the show. Or, well, recorded segment. I mean, we did some segments on this show, like Movie Time. I know those are the good segments, but we have to get to some other segments uh, of varying quality. Um, let's get on over to the CSM report of the episode. Hello, I'm Rank Martins, and I bet the topic of today's episode could get me my own true crime podcast spinoff. Those are much more popular than whatever the hell this show is. Please, if any big podcast guys are listening, call me. The title of today's episode is The Best Picture Killer. What is a movie? Is it a series of frames flashing fast enough to create the illusion of movement? Is it the best medium for creative content? Or is it a series of kills happening fast enough that the killer can't be caught? Is it the best inspiration for creative kills? Do you hear what I just did there? It's wordplay! I'm saying that a guy killed people and based the killings off of movies. But they weren't just movies. They were films. Every year, film fans gather around the TV to see what films will win the coveted Oscar award. Probably because there's nothing else on, and they pay for cable, so they might as well. But we all know why anyone would watch such a program. To see what wins Top Hog, the best of the pigsty, the prized piglet award, the best pig-ture award. Sorry, I fell asleep with the baby DVD menu on last night. <clears throat> The Best Picture Killer's murderous reign began when the English patient won the 1996 Best Picture. Which, if you think about it, makes a lot of sense. Who wouldn't want to kill at the thought of an almost three-hour slog being anywhere near the best? To find out more, I called up the only doctor in my contact list. I'm not that type of doctor. But I will say that from the drawings we have of the best picture killer, it's easy to see that this man is boo-boo ass. He looks like a fam, and that's certainly to his detriment. How could he expect to be one of the great serial killers when he's a four at best? For a great stud serial killer, look at Ted Bundy. The man is a whole ass snack, and that's why we still talk about him to this day. If the Best Picture Killer got a biopic, it would be with great irony that he wouldn't even be nominated. At some point, I have to find a doctor that's actually helpful. The Best Picture Killer hasn't missed a single Best Picture since 1996. 
For A Beautiful Mind, the best picture killer choked out a math nerd. For Crash, he killed a very diverse cast of people, in what most critics call one of his worst slaughters. For La La Land, he killed a jazz musician, but when he found out that they messed up the nominee, he shot the jazz musician to the moon in a rocket to represent moonlight. I don't think he saw that movie. To find out more about how a serial killer thinks, I spoke to my cousin, the cousin formerly known as Little Ronnie. Big Ronnie is a librarian, collects stamps, and wears big spectacles, so you just know that there's something up there. After talking to him, I made a reminder to send the audio file to the FBI. Well, I actually don't know much about the best picture killer or the mind of a serial killer. I mean, I've seen Seven and Zodiac. Those are pretty good movies. Not best picture winners, though. If I were to ask anyone about how the mind of a serial killer works, I think you would be the guy that I ask. What are you implying? Well, all I can say is that you do watch the Academy Awards every year. Isn't that correct? Yeah, I, uh, I watch it every year with a couple of friends from work. That doesn't mean I'm a serial killer. A group of your library friends? I'm a publisher, not a librarian. And yeah, we meet at Johnny's house because he has cable. John. Short for John Wayne Gacy? Alright, I'm hanging up. I hope the slander gets you fired from that awful radio show or whatever the hell it is. Maybe you're right, Big Ronnie. I shouldn't go around jumping to conclusions when I could easily milk 12 more episodes out of this one topic. Hey, nobody calls me Big Ronnie. I'm a normal-sized adult. This is why Uncle Jeff left you alone during that Mets game 25 years ago. <laughs> he didn't have to say that. <laughs> so which of this year's nominees will be the theme of the next killing? We'll have to find out after this year's award ceremony. Here's hoping this year's best picture kill isn't a big disappointment. For CSM Reports, I'm Rank Martins. Are you sick of always having to talk to your wonderful fiancé around scum of the earth, average citizens in public? Well, you have got to try out the conversation bubble. The Conversation Bubble is a giant bag on sticks that you can put over you and your significant other's head so that you can have stimulating conversation around other people and not have any of your witty commentaries on the human condition stolen by a lowly screenwriter for their next indie short film about living life with their head shoved up their ass. The Conversation Bubble is basically a tent that you put on your head. If you're worried about suffocating, just put your mouth on your partner's lips and suck out some oxygen from their lungs. That will be sure to win you some romantic points with your lover. The conversation bubble. You'll have people saying that there are two people over there and I think they are choking under that garbage bag. Hey, it's Angelica, and I don't really care about the Oscars, but I heard that guy from uh, Spider-Man the Green Goblin is like, nominated, so I'll just vote for him. Hey, this is Nathan Combs. Um, my opinion of the Oscars this year isn't a very positive one. I do think they picked a lot of nominations like Green Book or Bohemian Rhapsody just to draw in a crowd, because one of the biggest issues with the Oscars recently is that viewership has gone down. So I do think they're picking awards and nominations that are just easy and like everybody, you know, a crowd pleaser, everybody could enjoy. 
rather than what was like the best movies of the year because one of the issues was that a lot of stuff got snubbed first reformed eighth grade widows beale street not getting a best picture nomination is like one of the biggest upsets uh i do think they'll end up making the right choice and letting roma win i think roma's gonna end up being the big winner of the night just because it fits in with a lot of political issues right now and it'll be a big topic at the oscars Uh, my favorite movie though is actually the favorite uh the favorite was one of the best things to come out last year it was really funny and uh, I, I absolutely loved it. So I'm not the most excited for the Oscars this year, but I will end up watching it and I'm just hoping that something like Bohemian Rhapsody does not win Best Picture. Hey, longtime fan of the show here. I um, had a few things to say about the Oscars. The Oscars are a fun American tradition that uh, it just goes back a long way. I like seeing, I like seeing what movies win. I like seeing what movies lose. Uh, I like the whole everything about it is just so fun because you sit there and you're thinking what movie had the best makeup what movie had the best uh actress supporting uh i don't i don't know uh anyway best pick uh it's got to be the 2013 action movie white house down okay thank you bye hi my name is lissa and i hate the oscars but I get excited for them every year as if they're not just going to disappoint me with all their safe nominees. (laughs) So I am really upset with this year's nominees for Best Pick because I feel like they were nominated because the Oscars wants to be fake woke. But in reality, a few of those films don't even talk about race in the way they should. And I think the best picture will definitely be between Roma, Green Book, or Black Panther. And I think they're going to give it to Roma to play it really, really safe. But they might surprise us and give it to Black Panther. I don't know, I'm still watching it somehow. And I think they should have actually had a host. And the host should have been me. So, guess we're watching. Hey Chris, glad to see the show is doing really well, it's back online and having some great viewership. Um, thought I'd just weigh in here on the Oscars, uh, as you requested your loyal viewers to do so. Um, and as a lawyer, loyal, lawyer, lawyer soldier, um, here I am. Um, first off, I think Isle of Dogs must win. Incredible, maybe the best movie of the year. Don't know why it's not uh, up for best picture, uh, considering the rest of the movies on that list are horseshit. Um, but if I had to pick a best picture, I would probably give it to Vice because it, it it's important and it's good. Uh, oh, also, uh, fuck Bohemian Rhapsody. I hate that band. Uh, I, I hope all the members of it are dead, and I hope that movie is thrown back in the vault. Okay, thanks. Hello? Chris, are you there? I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I, I can hear you. I can hear you. Can you? Ah, whatever. This is Geo's Oscar take time. Let's run through this real quick. Would love to see Topher Grace get nominated, but that didn't happen. Green Book, bad. Just bad. And I like the Fairly Brothers. Like, I would rather see Shallow Howe get nominated than the Green Book. There's just nothing to be gained from nominating Green Book other than my grandma can have something to root for. But even then, my grandma's gonna root for a Star is Born like every other grandma. 
And I think Vice is terrific. I feel like everyone clowning on this secretly really, really loves those pictures of George W. Bush and Michelle Obama hanging out. I really hope Bradley Cooper wins because he didn't get nominated for Best Director. And I really hope Rami Malek doesn't win because he's really bad in Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know why people are saying that. That's about it, other than the complete lack of First Man being nominated. First Man, absolutely my favorite movie of the year. The Goose kills it, as the Goose always does. Why no First Man? Hashtag why no First Man? Hashtag it and tag me in it at Geo First Man Musso. Oscar suck. No, you gotta say more. I gotta fill the segment up. Come on, you gotta say more. Say your name. Your ass. Okay, my ass. Cool. Okay, thanks. Yo, what's good? My name's Matt Hyland, and I'm a friend of Melee Chris. Yeah, so uh, I was pretty excited to see a Freddie Mercury movie, knowing that Sakuvera Cohen was going to make it, but then when he wasn't going to make it, I was very disappointed. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody anyways, because the trailer looked cool, and, you know, I love Freddie Mercury. But, oh my god, I could not stand five minutes of that movie because the editing was ferocious. Oh my god, like, every minute, there would be, like, 60 shots. And I know that works sometimes, like, in the big short, but in this movie, um, it was giving me a headache. And then when I saw that John Ottman was nominated for Best Editing for an Oscar, I was like, what in the heck? I mean, I, I, I like how he is a multi-hat-wearing person because he's a composer and editor but what hold on sorry i'm pumping gas when i saw that it was whack bro you know what i might do that segment again i think that would be a uh, a good old time maybe uh next time we can have people comment on just life in general um how do you think you're gonna end it all maybe uh drive a truck off a cliff or uh blow your own brains out that's insane wow um you know, if you want to listen to that segment you're watching on Twitch.tv, you can check out the show, Chris Show Mealy, on YouTube. I'd recommend doing that. That's, I think, where most people hear the show. And if you're listening on YouTube right now, what is up, pimp? How is your day going? You're looking pretty fresh. And, um, you know, like I say every episode, I wish I could kiss you right on the lips. I think that's the number one place to kiss. Um, I mean, in this day and age, we're finding so many new places <laughs> to uh, kiss. But I digress. Wow. Um, looks like we're going to have to see who wins, who doesn't win. Um, how, many, how many celebs? Who's going to be the most political? Who's going who's gonna to just blow us all away at the Oscar show? On, what? I, I don't know when, it's Sunday? It's it's on a Sunday, I think, but, so, uh, you know, check that show out, it might be a good old time, it might be awful trash, we're here at the Chris Show with me, we're betting on awful trash, so, uh, make sure to watch it, okay, because I'm never going to mention it again, so there's not going to be a follow-up to this episode, it's just going to be, it's just this, this is the Oscar episode, so, uh, Hey, thanks for tuning in. Um, check us out next Sunday at 11, maybe? I don't know if there will be an episode next Sunday, okay? There might there might be, there might not be. Uh, it really depends how I'm feeling. 
Uh, and right now I'm feeling fresh, feeling fine. And in my opinion, that's a good thing. So, hey, uh, uh, TTYL, as the teens say online. Um, bye.